Jim Crockett Promotions presents Ric Flair's Last Match, July 31st at the Nashville Municipal Auditorium. StarCast Weekend in Nashville, bringing wrestling companies together for one of the most unique cards ever assembled. Main evented by Ric Flair's Last Match. Tickets are on sale right now at rickflairslastmatch.com. And you can catch the show live streaming on pay-per-view and Fight TV for only $34.99. Ric Flair's Last Match. Walk in that aisle one more time for the last time. StarCast is presented in part by ProWrestlingTees.com. T-shirts designed and sold by over 2,500 pro wrestlers. By Lenny Bakken, certified financial planner. And by Powerbomb Pizza. Pizza crafted and sold by pro wrestlers. Powerbomb Pizza, powered by Kitsch Data. Get the house you want with the payment you want at buywithconrad.com. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this at buywithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. The first step to buying a house is buywithconrad.com. Hey, everybody, Eric Bischoff here. And have you heard about Strictly Business? Strictly Business is a brand new weekly series exclusively on adfreeshows.com. Join me and my co-host, John Alba, every Tuesday as we take a deep dive into the business of the professional wrestling business. And this is some straight-up business talk here. No fanboy nonsense. We discuss television contracts, advertising, licensing, and, of course, the highly debated ratings so if you want an unfiltered brutally honest anti-fanboy understanding of the professional wrestling industry well strictly business is the series for you and hey if elon musk likes my tweets and he did you're gonna love strictly business sign up now and listen at adfreeshows.com We are broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code MYWORLD at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. We are broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code MYWORLD at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. Hello and welcome to My World. This is Paul Bromwell. And of course, we couldn't do it without the Hall of Famer, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff, I normally ask, how are you? But oh my God, it's what a wild trip it's been since the last time we talked, brother. Paul Bromwell, I am so dead glad. Oh. I'm so excited to see you, my friend. How are you? Uh, a lot going on in my world. And uh, next go around, pal, it's welcome to my mo- my world with Jeff Jarrett. I'm kidding. We're going to have fun today, Paul. Lots of fun. I hope so, because listen, I got to admit, I watched last week's on YouTube with my world <laughs> and I got a little uncomfortable. I mean, it was a little tense brother between you uh, and Conrad. And I saw what all went down and the big Ric Flair's last match thing. And Paulie. Paul, yeah. you have to admit, I yanked, as Conrad or Conrad would say, I yanked his trousers down and I spanked his ass like a little three-year-old. Did I not? 
I, you know what? I should have seen it coming when you started to refer to him as a, what did you call him? A nasal, nasal tone bitch on the one show that we did together. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I mean, I destroyed him time after time, but he came to a gunfight with a putty knife. Would you not say? Yeah, I think you were shooting some serious rounds at him. I thought that he'd. Oh, okay. There, I, I, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but I want to kind of get today's premise a lot better okay. than last week. A lot of people are, are saying, oh, well, Jeff, you know, it work shoot or shoot worked or wh- whatever that. And I mean this, Paul, I'm dead serious. We're going to get into Ask Jeff Anything. And it's a family affair this week. And we got a lot of questions. And I'll let you steer the ship like I do, Conrad. And the topic's coming up. And I can't wait till August. There's a lot of good topics coming up in August. But can you tell me one thing that I said last week? that was off the mark that was out of line. I'm, I'm being dead serious. Was anything in your opinion, not factual? Well, you gave a lot of opinions, Jeff. Now there are your, your opinions about Ric Flair, your opinions about the Crockett family. So I can't really say that you said anything wrong because honestly, that's how you feel. So I can't say that you said anything wrong. You helped out a lot. Oh, you did help out. You're giving me a little Connie. You're, you're trying to kind of die. I'm serious, man. You're kind of dodging the question. What did I say last week? And I've had this conversation. I've had this conversation through phone calls. I've had the conversation through text exchange. I've had a couple of DMs. What did I say that wasn't factual? I mean, that is a very simple question. Listen, you discounted a lot of credibility about the nature boy, Rick. <laughs> I'm just going to shoot straight with you, man. I'm what wearing, did I do? Seriously. What did I discount? You discounted his credibility. You talked, I mean, in terms wait, 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 of what wait, wait, he's wait, done wait. in this business. Of a four time divorcee. Uh, I had, I don't know how many black marks he has through his career. Have I discounted him or has he discounted himself? Jeff, we all, we all watch this. We all have made some bad decisions in our life. Has he made a lot? I'm at the very top of that list. I've said it over and over and over. Well, but you take the first chance to shoot on him for some of that. And, and I just thought, man, that's not fair. That's not really fair for you to come out shooting on four marriages and the alcohol and this and that. I mean, is that for you sitting in your chair? Do you think that's your place to shoot on him for that? Conrad, it's. What's the title? I mean, no, excuse me. I can't believe I called you Conrad. Paul, what's the title of this podcast? My world. Okay. My world. So I literally was giving factual content about the situation. We like to, as we say, the story behind the story. And at times we give the story behind the story behind the story. And last week it did get uncomfortable for, for Conrad and his father-in-law and everything that goes down with that. But I'm still going to kind of circle back to from a factual perspective. You have, I've given you like three minutes now, four minutes now. I've yet to hear you say one thing that came out of my mouth last week that was factual. Jeff, listen, I, uh, I don't want to turn this into a debate show like you and Conrad. You're right. You're right. But I, again, I gave you a fair opportunity. Fair enough. You did. You did. Fair enough. Okay. And obviously I'm not going to change your mind. That's not what I'm here to do. That's this not week. what this is about. Do you think you, oh, Mark Paul, so this is what we're going to do now. Look, And I'm being 
Okay, I shouldn't have said that. But yeah. you know, like, why do you think you should change my mind? Paul, I was there. You weren't. Yeah. Right? No, that's true. True or not? Okay. Well, listen, hey, there's lots of questions that came in about some of the stuff that you guys covered last week. And so many had to do with not only you, Jeff, but they had to do with your family. And you mentioned at the top of the show uh, that we have uh, some family with us here today. Would you like to uh, maybe bring some of those family members on and and do a little bit of Ask Jarrett and Jarrett's family some of these questions that are on everybody's mind or what? Well, tonight, uh, today, tonight, whatever, whatever you're listening to this, it, this is not a ask Jeff anything. This is a ask Jarrett anything. And so, um, I thought kind of based off of, of last week and Conrad's narrative and knowing that you, Paul, um, you do an outstanding job, but you're just not the full-time guy. And so oh. I've said, well, you're not. And, and, and it's really hard. No matter. I mean, you're. I mean, we've talked offline about this, Paul, your second fiddle. So with that being said, <laughs> Paul, you think I'm trying to be, you just wanna, why don't you just call me Phil this podcast for fill in? You want to just call me Phil, the fill in guy instead of Paul. Is that what you want to do? I mean, you're really getting good at burying people. I've seen I am <laughs> Paul be nice. Okay. All right. I'm good. I'm good. So anyway, um, I'll let you introduce the two guests. Uh, they, they, their, their last names are, are both Jarrett. Oh, you know what? Let me do it. <laughs> uh, first, I'd like to bring on, and I have said this uh, to promoters. I've said this to talent, and uh, I have said this to this person's face. I believe that she, and I've heard this on uh, a, a couple of other podcasts, namely 83 Weeks in the Conrad family, one of the most dynamic on-screen performers uh, that I've ever worked with, been around, uh, I think a couple other people that have uh, been in the producing role with her, uh, and, uh, maybe her best trait is, uh, that she's my wife. I'm kidding. All right, Karen, let's bring you, <laughs> Paul, you know, I'm here to have fun today. Uh, Karen, let's bring you know Karen how you're, I, I, I've listened to this since it's, I can't even say hi right now. Okay. I'm so annoyed. I don't know how I'm going to get through this without cussing. No, we're going to. I liked Paul until about 10 minutes ago. I thought Paul was a great guy until about 10 minutes ago. And then I sat here thinking, well, we know who signs his check, right? Conrad. Right. Okay. Look at the shirt he's wearing tonight. Look at the shirt he has on. Silliness. It's silly. Yeah. Yeah. Nature boy. Okay. And he's (laughs) defending, and he's completely defending Conrad. And he's supposed to. He's supposed to. All good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Okay. okay. And um, oh man, the next gentleman I'd like to bring on, family member, um, got into the industry, uh, following in the footsteps of uh, his mother and my grandmother, uh, way back when. Um, one of the most successful territory promoters, uh, in the history of the industry. Uh, there are, you know, uh, Eddie Graham, uh, is up in those ranks and Vince senior is up in those ranks. Um, there's a few other out there, David Crockett and the Crockett family. Sure. Are not, but, uh, that's a simple (laughs) little fact, but no, (laughs) Paul, here we go. 
Yeah, no, we're going to have fun. All right. At this time, I'd like to bring on my father, Jerry W. Jarrett. Dad, how you doing this evening? Good, good, Jeff. I appreciate you asking me to be on. It's a it's a real honor. I your podcast and and it's probably the best one on to, on the radio. <laughs> well, we know how this is going to go. We know how this one's going to go. Well, that's very Hey, listen, in all seriousness, it is a pleasure and honor to meet you, uh Jerry. It's great to have you here. Uh Thank you. Karen, hey, great to see you. Uh, real quick, Jerry, I was hoping that we could, uh, <laughs> that, Paul, that wasn't very nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, listen, I, Hey, listen, honestly, it's, it's great to have you both, but we had questions come in from you both. And I thought, Jeff, it's okay with you. Cause we know this is my world with Jeff Jarrett. Is it okay if we go back and forth between, uh, between Karen and your father and ask? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it will have a lot of, no, all kidding aside, um, Let's have a lot of fun with this okay. in light of everything going on. Uh, it's very obvious. Uh, the Ric Flair last match Starcast uh, that continues to set records. Um, talked to the Thuzio people earlier uh, this week. Uh, it is a. It's setting records because it's real life shit. No, no. Well, look, I'm talking about the, 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 the Starcast numbers and um, in Nashville and uh, it's going to be Conrad's biggest one ever, Paul. Uh, and so with everything going on and how uh, the Ric Flair last match has gone down, I really thought it would be appropriate to have Karen uh, and my father on. And uh, we are ready, willing, and able. Uh, like I said, it's not Ask Jeff anything. It's Ask Jared anything. So you steer the ship, Paul, and let's roll. All right, let's, before we do that, I thought, why don't we set the stage? We do have a clip that I want to okay. play for last week. So let's set the stage with the clip from last week's show, and then we'll jump into the Ask Jarrett's Anything. Uh, so uh, let's have our producer, Josh, if you can play that, set that clip up for us. We're going to do this podcast, Conrad, and I can assure you, I'm going to say some things today that you don't want to hear about your father-in-law. If you want to go right for the jugular, let's go. Okay, hey Jeff, you think you know anybody at the mayor's office? Yeah. Okay, voila, Ric Flair Day. Woo! Hey, we've got this idea to call it not the fairgrounds, the flairgrounds. Yep, I can make that happen, mayor's office. Again, oh, I don't feel good today. Jeff, can you sit up on the podium and do your job and mine? Do you know anybody that could emcee this press conference? Um, the voice of the Titans, my friend Mike Keith, that's just talking about the press conference. I was doing that all for the event. Hey, Rick, I'm really happy for you. Hey, man, this thing sold out. Do you know anybody over at the uh, Miss Auditorium? Oh, uh, I've only worked in this town for 30-something years. Conrad, go back and watch. He slided me at the press conference, and you heard him. Oh, I got two tickets here. I got two tickets here. He couldn't wait to get on stage to do that. He couldn't wait to get out there with Mike Keith. And, hey, yeah, draw money in Nashville. Here's two tickets for you and your old man. I'll teach you guys how to draw money. Are you kidding me, Conrad? He wants to slight Jay Lethal and say you're an opening card guy? Even if you really, really believe that, do you tell the guy that to his face and take all the hope? You do You do if you're an egomaniac like Flair. He got exactly what he deserved in that parking lot. You would think that he could drop his ego for just a minute and let me help him up, which I tried for about five minutes. Why did you hit him, Jeff? He cussed me out, cussed me out in front of my wife, I should have slapped his dentures out harder than I did. He's going to tell me to F off in front of my wife when I'm sitting there trying to help him up for five minutes. 
I expected better out of you. Jay's not my business what partner. What did you expect better out of me for? Seriously. It's about something much bigger than me. Which is? The disease of addiction kills you. I take it serious every day. And Rick doesn't take it serious. And you take that personally? Damn right I do. And you thought that was the right way to handle it? Sometimes, this may sound cliche but a man's got to do what a man's got to do. Well, man's got to do what a man's got to do. Jeff, is it okay if we start with you with the first question? Actually, watch that clip. Yeah. We got a question that came in and it said, once again, Jeff Jarrett is biting the hand that feeds him. He blamed JR. Then it was the Carters. Now he's at odds with, the, with Conrad. Who does Jeff get along with fucking anybody and no disrespect to your own father. What, what is it up with Jeff that he just can't get along with people when it comes to working with them? Oh, Paul, let me ask you something. Where's Dixie Carter now? Oh, oh, Karen, please. Paul, when I started this podcast, what was the overriding comment that was said time after time, after time, after time, what was the comment when I started the podcast? Hey, I didn't realize Jeff was just doing his job all those years. He was a damn good heel. I hated his guts. I couldn't stand him. Why, why did they say that, Paul? Because you were doing your job well all those years playing a heel. Okay. So now you want to bring up JR, right? Yeah. JR cut my money in half when my wife had cancer. JR stuck it up my rear end 15 ways from Sunday. For what reason? Strictly his ego. Did Vince McMahon have to pay me that last night when I was not under contract? What did he? No, the answer is no. hell no. Okay. So then you want to talk about the Carters. I begged Dixie, literally begged her week after week after week. Dixie, we were making about three to five to seven million dollars a year, 07, 08, 09. She ran it in the ran it in the ground in 24 months till it was losing money. Okay. So I didn't get along with Jr. I didn't long go with the Carters. What was the other silly name you brought up? Oh, Conrad. Now you're odds with Conrad. Yeah. Okay. So, so has any of Conrad's partners ever, I mean, ever from word to go, got an action, got him an action figure. Nope. No, sir. Has any of his partners got him in a video game? Nope. No. Has any of his partners our podcast was less than 90 days old, less than 90 days old. And we got nominated for best new podcast. Conrad out of his own mouth said, Jeff, I have never seen anything like this in not just my world of podcasting in any of that. So the narrative of, Oh, Jeff's hard to do business with. No, 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 no. That's, that's the silly narrative that you now want to dial into and others. 
No, and I you you were sitting there, you read that question like a Cheshire cat with that grin on your face, like, oh, I've got him here. But the reality is just what I said. I do my job and I do it well because you know why? Nobody's going to outwork me. Nobody's going to put in more time with me. Nobody's going to think about it more than I do. And Paul, that's the situation. When all this came down about StarCast, hey, Conrad's my business partner. He's a mortgage guy and the what maybe the best in the country. Wouldn't you say, Paul, we've actually had that conversation oh, yeah. to do what Conrad's done. His mortgage business is is candidly unheard of. That's right. It, it's it's unbelievable. He's a fish out of water in the rest of the industry. And we know that he's a great podcaster. He's a great I'm not taking he's a great podcaster, but running a wrestling show and running th- this type of deal and everything. Who has he leaned on every bit of the way? The press conference, what you just showed there, Paul, mayor's office, Mike Keith, the setup at the fairgrounds, all the, uh, I mean, concessions, lo- I mean, you name it, A to Z, then jump over to the Miss Auditorium. Nobody does that. And guess what? I got a day job. So, so again, y- you want to create this narrative that Conrad tried last week that I'm the bad guy? Paul, I, I continue to be dumbfounded that the position that you and Silva and Derek Sabato and Marcus and Dominic and the, the whole crew, the underlying tension that I'm the bad guy, I don't get it. Look at look at Flair's podcast numbers. It's a disaster. Listen, these are these are questions, Jeff, that came in post your show with Conrad. So these aren't just Sabato and Silva and Bromwell. No, these are people that are fans that listen to the show that are asking these questions. Oh, damn, Paul. Listen, you pick that one to go first. Well, listen, there's right, a, no, but keep going. Keep going. There, there's a follow up to it because okay. some said that Conrad rescued you from obscurity. They said that oh you were the Mr. <laughs> the Mr. Human fast forward button until you got into the podcast. Now that now that, that is comical. I mean, all right. So what is the question? Because we know that that's it's just, it's that, just more comments that are out there. And I want to give you a chance to okay, respond I, here. I, I'll give you, what did Conrad have to do with my, the minor league baseball team? Zero. Nothing. What did Conrad have to do uh, with Moonsault Digital, my transmedia uh, a gaming company? Nothing. I mean, do, do, do I need to go? I mean, I, I can Fair keep going. I look on my whiteboard over here and a couple yeah. of other things that, 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 that I have going on. I mean, do, do I need to go any further there? We can, we can move on. We can move on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's move Jerry. I want to, I want to touch with you. We have, you We're so glad to have you here taking some time with us. We want to talk a little bit to you about the nature boy, Ric Flair. Uh, there's questions that came in wanting to know more about the time that he came in to work for your your territory. Can you share with us some of your memories? What do you remember of Ric Flair coming down to work in Memphis and work with you? This is going to be good. <laughs> is, uh, I have great respect and admiration for Ric Flair's wrestling career. Um, he has a lot of staying power as testimony that he's at his age, still having his last match. Personally, though, and am I right, Jeff? You told me to be totally honest. Yes, yes. 
personally, I have more respect for chipmunk that I've been trying to shoot out in the yard. (laughs) You know, Rick is a self-centered, selfish, egotistical person. And uh, I can give you a number of examples. One was uh, I would bring him to Memphis. Uh, He didn't draw anything like Dory Funk or Terry Funk or Luthez or Jack Briscoe. But uh, Eddie Graham, my friend, I guess he appealed to him, but that everybody kept calling me saying, why don't you bring Rick back? Well, it was very simple. He didn't draw very much in Memphis and Louisville and Evansville and Lexington. So that was the reason. The other thing was he was very difficult to get along with. Uh, I finally yielded and brought him back to Memphis and, um, the Saturday before the Memphis Coco Ware beat Jerry Lawler for the title. So instead of Rick wrestling Lawler, which wouldn't have done any good for our business, uh, he wrestled Coco Ware and Rick went through the roof. He did a little child tantrum in the dressing room. Um, Very difficult, very unprofessional. Well, Jeff, it's time to pay some bills, and it's time to talk about something we can agree on, and that's Rectech. They're an amazing company that offers wood pellet grills fueled by all-natural hardwood pellets along with the other outdoor lifestyle products such as coolers, apparel, grill accessories, and more with grills ranging from $399 to $3,000. Rectech has grills for every lifestyle and every budget with a key focus on flavor, convenience, and versatility. Their factory direct pricing eliminates the middleman and all grills ship free. It's unbelievable, especially when you think about the size of these grills. Plus, they're made with high-quality stainless steel and are built to last a lifetime. Rectech's flagship model, the RT700, comes with a 40-pound pellet hopper, 702 square inches of cooking space. Man, that is big time. You can put all the ribs, all the steaks, all the burgers They have a Wi-Fi controller and a six-year bumper-to-bumper warranty. You can't beat it. You can bake, smoke, sear, grill, and even dehydrate on this grill, all with a push of a button. And that's why those in the know choose Rectech. So it's time to toss that tasteless gas grill, messy charcoal grill, or even that overhyped brand name grill aside and join an elite wood pellet grilling family by focusing on flavor, convenience, and versatility Rectech sets the new standard in grilling. So visit rectech.com, that's R-E-C-T-E-Q, and use the code Jarrett, J-A-R-R-E-T-T, to get 5% off site-wide. That's 5% off their top-notch wood pellet grills, a one-of-a-kind Rectech ice cooler, chef-tested rubs and sauces, accessories, merchandise, everything, 5% off. That's rectech.com and use the code Jarrett, J A R E T. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. The next incident I can tell you about is that after I came home from WWE when Vince was exonerated, um, I went to, as a consultant for Eric Bischoff. And uh, Eric asked me, he said, I'm having a little problems. Will you come down and, and uh, look at the situation and see if you can suggest how to handle it? Well, Eric's office was at the back of the North Tower at CNN. And as I'm walking down the hall, Rick is coming out of what I later found out was the booking room. So we made eye contact. He goes back in, slams the door. I hear chairs thrown against the wall, cursing profanity. Uh, Kevin Sullivan and uh, Jimmy Hart, I think, both came out and said, just going back to Eric's office, Flair is having a fit. I said, why? He said, oh, he thinks you're coming down to take his job. I said, hell, tell him I wouldn't take his job for a million dollars a day. Well, Eric was embarrassed. Um, I ended up saying to him, Eric, I'll head on back to Nashville and when you get your company under control, call me back and we can have some conversation. So I went back home. That's the Ric Flair that I know. Uh, again, I respect his wrestling career. He drew a lot of money, made great interviews, uh, decent matches, but um, I, I don't ha- hold him in very high esteem personally. Thank you, Dan. Uh, it, Paul, if you don't mind, um, I just want to uh, follow up because uh, there, as Conrad would say, there's a lot to unpack there. But no, you, you, you said earlier, uh, and I don't believe I've ever asked you th- this because, um, look, it's, it's uh, well, I'll just ask it. Why don't you think he drew? Drew money in, 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 in the Tennessee territory because he comp- was compared to Lawler. And I don't want to put word. I mean, wh- why didn't he draw? Not as uh, go ahead. Well, are, are we on the air? You know, I don't want to sit here and just tear down a man that's at the yeah, rear. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> well, yeah. You know, matches were very patterned. And our motto, as you well know, in Memphis was keep it believable, allow the fans to suspend disbelief. Flair's matches, when you saw one, you might as well not see the next 2,000. They were all the same. Gotcha. Okay. Cat got your tongue, Paul. <laughs> well, I uh, I'm seeing what's uh, the, seeing the common thread here. Uh, so let me transition a, a little bit away from Flair. Why I have you here, Mr. Jared? I want to talk a little bit about the Crockets. Why 
why the bitterness with them? We've heard stories about the Liberty whoa, whoa, Bowl. Whoa, 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 whoa. See that 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 is that that is a completely narrative. You want to talk now? Let me ask you this: Are the Crockett's bitter at Jerry Jarrett or Jeff Jarrett? Because you said why wow, the there 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 is no bitterness here. Let let's okay. Let's, maybe, maybe bitterness is the wrong word. Okay, yeah, it is. Have there been issues with the Crockett family and the Jarrett family historically? And if so, can you talk a little bit about those? Over time? All, and I, I'm not uh, seriously, dude. I'm not, I'm not kidding here. That's kind of like stirring the shit, but that's what people want to know after last week's episode. You put uh, out it, a lot, it, it, but you said bitterness. It is like leading the witness and all that BS. Can you just say, Hey, how's your relationship? Because I know for a fact, Jim Crockett Sr., as far as territorial promoters, I believe, and I'm going to let my father answer this, my father puts him maybe on a pedestal, Sr. So, so you just kind of, like Conrad does, throw, throw it all in one big bucket. That's just, that's, that's, that's just not accurate. So uh-huh. and right, I, I'm serious because I really want the My World listeners I said it last week and Karen knows this because I drive her crazy sometimes when I look at the research and I, and I, I, I want to come prepared for this podcast and do everything I possibly can. But when, when you're kind of slipping in uh, the bitterness, so if, and I mean this, I'm being totally re-ask that question, please, Paul. All right. Let's, let's talk about a specific story because we've heard about the Liberty bowl in Memphis, the home of, of your promotion, CWA, Talk about the event, 1986. This is a big deal. They came into your, the Crockett's come into your territory. Were there any, I can't use the word bitterness, but were there any hurt oh, feelings? Oh, it's or? damn simple, dude. Hey, Jerry, I, I'm going to play this. So the Great American Bash, David Allen Coe, Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair, probably 30 other talent on the card. They ran in 86. Uh, can you? Tell us a little bit about that story, what you remember of it, because it is 36 years ago. Yeah, well, I have to give you some background. I was promoting Atlanta for Jim Barnett. Jimmy Crockett shows up and doesn't tell me who he is. I don't know him from Adam. I was buddies with his father and have great respect for him then and now. But uh, Jimmy just came, walked up on the stage, and I said, who's that guy over there? Uh, one of the rest said, I don't know. I said, well, throw his ass off the stage. He doesn't have any business back here. Well, after they put him out, I found out it was Jimmy Crockett. I said, why in the world didn't he come introduce himself to me? So then now, fast forward, and Eddie Einhorn calls me and says, Vince McMahon is going to go worldwide. Uh, I'd like to get the promoters together in Chicago and figure out a plan. Uh, I've got some money and I'm willing to put in. So 10 or 12 of the active promoters at the time all went to Chicago. Jimmy Crockett was one of them, Bill Watts, Eddie Graham, me. Anyway, we had a match 
that group decided for me to produce the television. So I produced shows in Memphis and Louisville. We put them on in New York and the Meadowlands was 400 short of a complete sellout. Very successful. I got a call in my hotel from Bill Watts. He said, I'm not going to be there tonight, Jerry. I've decided that uh, I'm going to run against Vince myself. Crockett and Dusty come in to where I'm lining up the matches and says, uh, uh, we want to be straight up with you. We're going to go in business ourselves. So here, two of the main people pull out, uh, make a long story short, even in spite of the sellout and the successful ratings, that was the end of the, of the venture against Vince McMahon and everybody knows the rest of the story. So that's the background. But like you said, son, there's no heat. I mean, I thought he was stupid coming in to run against us in Memphis because, you know, what, I mean, we, we knew how to protect our business and our territory and book against them. So it was a one-time in and failure and lost a lot of money and went out. We did have one successful co-show that drew $54,000 in Memphis. Um, I don't have anything against Jimmy. As a matter of fact, I, I like the Crockett family. Uh, I didn't know them personally, but, you know, from what I knew of them, they were a, a good bunch of people. Um, I'm sure that Rick and Dusty got in Jimmy's ear and said, well, if he can draw in Memphis, we can. So anyway, that was a big mistake on their part, but that's the only history I have with them. Any interaction with David or, or. No, no, I really didn't. I think David was in the technical end of it. Best I remember, but, uh, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy got enamored with the talent and they talked him into buying jet airplanes and, and uh, wearing a cowboy hat and cowboy boots and, <laughs> and uh, the rest of the promoters got a little kick out of that but Watts went under and so did Crockett I imagine they had second thoughts and wished they'd uh, Stuck with Eddie Anhorn. Jeff, it's time to talk about something that the Nature Boy never needed, but many men do, and yes, that's Blue Chew. BlueChew.com is giving guys confidence all over the world. Trust me, you know you could use that little extra confidence in the bedroom because of things like stress and anxiety or age, and they can help you too. Listen, Jeff's got stress. He's getting ready to get his ass kicked by Ric Flair. So make this the ultimate summer of no worries and start delivering the sunset flip with the confidence that will have your partner tapping out. Listen, they're an online prescription service. No visits to the doctor's office. No awkward conversations. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in that discreet package. It's simple. You go to bluechew.com. You sign up. One of their licensed consultants will talk with you directly there. 
They'll get you approved. Once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days and you're off and running. The best part, all done online. And if you don't like swallowing pills, no problem. They have chewables as well in tablet form. And uh, they can make sure that you're able to perform your best every time you get the opportunity to have fun. And here it is, the special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code, MYWORLD. That's right, all one word at checkout. You only pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code MYWORLD to receive your first month free. Go to BlueChew.com for more details and safety info. I tell you what, uh, David Crockett, I know you mentioned David. I can remember as a kid watching many NWA shows with him and talk about a fun play-by-play guy. Uh, man, I love listening to some David Crockett. He Maybe he could have added some some fun down there in Memphis too. Who knows? No, but, uh, no, no, no. Not a fan of David on commentary. That, that, that's kind of a, a hail mary you're throwing, huh? Dude, he was no, David no, Crockett no. was the man. Him and Tony Schiavone. Are you kidding me? Come on. So, Paul, it's pretty obvious. Jerry Jarrett dealt with the horse's head. He doesn't even really oh, no. recollect David Crockett other than a fumbling, bumbling Tony Schiavone sidekick. I thought for sure you were going, he deals with the horse's head, not with the horse's ass, but you, you, you uh, well, know. that's what he did. He dealt with uh, Jim senior and, and, uh, uh, as he calls him, uh, Jimmy, uh, the son, uh, David, uh, w- was it all on the radar? So listen, I, anything, or can we expect you to be, what do you think about this? Your son last match, Nashville, Tennessee, Jerry, can we expect to see you on hand? What do you think about him fighting Ric Flair in the last match? I mean, in his hometown of Nashville. Oh, I, I think that uh, Conrad's going to be in for quite a surprise. You, um, from from what I've seen and followed, Conrad is very much trying to cast Jeff as the heel or bad guy. Uh, I think that. Uh, the fans may not view it that same way during the match. And so I hope I can get a seat close to Conrad so I can see his face and <laughs> action. Wow. <laughs> Jeff, any uh, final thoughts for your dad before we, we let him go? I've got a few questions for, for Karen that I want to get through here too. You know, the, 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 the whole, um, no, I appreciate him jumping on here. I, I, I really do. J- just, I, I, I guess the, the the big picture of this all is that it this is a business, and um, Conrad's done a wonderful job. Rick Flair's last match, and even down to the URL, Rick Flair's last match dot com, but. Conrad, to me, and kind of the disappointing part of all of it was, at the end of the day, I think if we could bring Jim Crockett out of the grave and ask him, what was your fatal mistake? I believe, and I'll get dad's comments on this. I actually believe J- Jim Jr. would say, 
I'm out of business and I went out of business because I believed in Ric Flair. I think Rick doesn't have a business bone in his body, doesn't think about others. Um, a lot of hype. I don't want to see Conrad get sucked up into that Ric Flair tunnel. And I see it happening. Dad, would you say, and I mean, look, you've been in business, real estate, wrestling, car dealerships, buying and selling RAN, road water, just all that kind of stuff. What what would you say to the point that do you think Flair put put David Crockett put the Crockett family out of business? I think he helped. Um, I had the pleasure of being uh, Vince McMahon Senior's buddy, even though I was a good bit younger than him. We were close and and talked on the telephone biweekly at the at the least. And he told me one time, he said, son, the wrestling business is a very lonely business. You cannot have any friends, personal friends that work for you. If you do, it'll cloud your judgment. Jimmy was a mark to his own talent. I mean, Jimmy was a, is an intelligent, preppy kind of person. And they had him wearing cowboy hats that was too big for him and boots and flying jets all over the country. And, you know, I guess Rick told him, come on with me, Jimmy. We can climb Space Mountain. Yep. <laughs> you know, that. That's a bad part of this business when you're promoting. You really can't be a mark to your own talent. You can't be friends with the people that you book. And, uh, yeah, you're right. He, Flair and all the rest of them didn't do Jimmy Crockett any favors. I just want to pause right here because this episode of My World is brought to you by CarShield. It makes it easy and affordable to protect my car from expensive repairs, and that's just for starters. CarShield is the number one auto protection company in the U.S. and offers protection plans for around 100 bucks a month. The plan covers parts more than ever before, whether your car has 5,000 miles or 150,000 miles. Let me tell you how simple it is to get your car fixed. When you need a repair, you choose the mechanic, and CarShield's administrators handle the rest. That's it. You don't have to deal with the paperwork or headaches you're taken care of. Same goes if your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Plans through CarShield also can include coast-to-coast roadside assistance. 
And they're there to help you with rental options as well. Their administrators are right there to assist you. And they can also help with some trip reimbursements at no extra cost too. So come on, get the coverage today and you'll lock in that low price right now. And it will never go up. Yes, we're in a world where everything's going up. But CardShield has this guarantee. That means as long as you own your car, no matter how old it is, you're protected from the rising cost of parts and repairs for your vehicles. You can't beat it. So... CarShield helps protect my wallet from expensive car repairs, and they can do the same for you. Go to carshield.com slash podcast to start your plan and lock in your pricing forever. That's carshield.com slash podcast. A deductible may apply. That's what I thought. And I've heard those stories from you, from Lawler, from lots of territory main eventers that when you look back, on the history that, you know, the old narrative that, uh, the New York territory put everybody out of business. No, they put themselves out of business. And, 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 and to me, when I see David Crockett sitting on the back of that boat and he's sitting there and he's still sucking Rick's ass and he's, he's like, man, we want to go out. It, it, it's it's kind of sad and pathetic and like they're doing this one rah, rah, rah. And it's like, David, have we not seen this song and dance before? And Rick using the Crockett brand, Rick using Conrad, Rick using everybody he, he possibly could. And look, put me in line at the press conference, Rick Flair Day. The flare grounds, the mayor's office, Mike Keith literally and figuratively rolled out the red carpet for him for the press conference and a lot of groundwork before that setting up the event. And he, he literally gave me he mentioned my father when he's flat of his back on a turtle like he brought up my father first. I never liked your old man. I mean, that's kind of the essence of what we're dealing with. And it's pathetic to see Crockett hanging on. It's pathetic to see Conrad. And I know that's his father-in-law and Megan's kind of caught in the middle, but I can assure you, Megan has rolled her eyes over and over and over and over at her own husband because they're standing by a degenerate of a human being. And Rick Flair. So I just want to clarify this from both of you and make sure I'm clearly understanding what you're saying here. And that's that the Crockett's failures are because Jimmy and David were marks for their talent, mainly Rick Flair. Is that what I'm hearing from both of you? Marks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They were smart marks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Here we go. All right, Polly B. Keep it rolling, pal. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I would have. Uh, uh, junior was the first smart mark. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. All right. Well, this is kind of going how I thought it was. Karen, I want to transition to you. Uh, thank you again for joining us. And, uh, I just, we've had some questions come in, people asking, and they want to know why were you even at the press conference, uh, a couple of days ago, or actually a few weeks ago now. My husband wanted me there. My husband asked me to go with him. Why wouldn't I be? Well, uh, just, you know, people had... 
Why wouldn't I be? No, I mean, why wouldn't I be? Well, I just think there's some folks. In Nashville, right? Yeah. 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 Let me ask. Can I answer? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. You've been hanging around the wrong crowd. She's Jeff's wife and she loves him. That's why she was there. Understood. There's just some folks that have thought Karen has taken a step back, you know, when it comes to Jeff and his professional wrestling side. So I think there was some, you know, people just curious why in the world's Karen there? Does she finding her way to kind well, of put um, her face back out there and wrestling where again? Was, What's going where was on? Conrad? Where was Conrad? Oh, that's right. He called my husband that morning. Well, my husband's already working a full-time job among doing other things and asked Jeff to pick up the slack for him. Right. Right. He, he did admit that last week on the show. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. He said he actually, so I think said he, he was I, sick and he shit I his mean, pants. I think. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. So, so Paul, Jeff, have you ever gone to work sick ever, Paul? I, I have. Yes. Uh, okay. Why don't you ask Jeff, how many matches, how many times did he miss work? And what was it, honey? 30 years, 28 years. How many? 32 years is the, yeah, it, it's, it is so embarrassing for Conrad to try to get sympathy because he had diarrhea. I mean, it really is. Yeah. I mean, he literally had diarrhea and he yeah. wants sympathy and, and would not wow. show to poor guy. <laughs> I was there to help take care of my husband. Whatever he needed, I wanted to be there to take care of for him. Okay. So you're there, you're taking care of him. Yeah. But then, but then why didn't you stop when you saw what was happening in the parking lot? It, wait, no, wait, wait. Did I not, did you not see me talk nicely to Rick, trying to help him, asking him to get up? Please let Jeff help him. Paul, nice. I'm going to jump in here but real you're, quick. You're picking and choosing different parts that, that you're coming down on us. Where was Conrad for his father-in-law? He didn't fucking show up. Where Paul, was Megan? Paul, let me ask you something. Where was Rick's family? My husband showed the fuck up. Go ahead, Jeff. So, Paul, I know you've seen the edited version. By chance, from the Ad-Free family, did you get to see the unedited version of the parking lot scene? I have not, no. So, and I get it. I totally understand edit and dramatic effect and, and everything, and you've got condensed for time. That happens. But the reality is, it we tried to get Jay Lethal off three to five minutes. When I was backing Jay off, Karen literally was down on her knees. Let's exclude the white pants for a second, but in her pantsuit, nice. She didn't care. She had Rick's head in her lap. And at one time, literally stroking the side of his head, like Rick, it's going to be okay. She was worried for his health. She didn't know if he was good. We, she was like motherly concerned for Rick. A lot of compassion. Did they cut that out of the edit? Yes. At, at, at one time, did Karen drop an F-bomb on me to tell me, get Jay in the car and y'all leave? I didn't want to do that. I just was uncomfortable. So my wife is on her hands and knees with Rick Flair's head in her lap trying to comfort him, David Crockett stuck over in the corner with his thumb in his ass, trying to get in the Bentley. 
and, and I'm being, I, I'm trying to, to, to paint the picture of the reality of the situation that we're talking three, four, five, six minutes trying to get Rick up and he could not get up. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it, it all this is again, that narrative that, that the ad free team and the edits and the Ric Flair last match. And I know there's a big documentary being put together, but th- that whole situation didn't have to happen. If Rick would have let me and Karen try to get him to his feet. And I know that Jay stung him good. And Jay was maybe out of line doing that. Maybe not. I mean, when you look at the jabronis that are on the card, I mean, when you really look at the people that are on the card, two or three guys I've never even heard of, like legit, there's two or three people on this card I've never even heard of. And I follow, and if you're, you've listened to my world every week, like a, like you should, I'll say that, but I, I am very dialed in to every promotion in the country, small ones, big ones, everything. And there, there literally are three or four talent on this show. I've never heard their name. And Rick won't let the longest reigning ring of honor champion, a guy that Rick has known for 10 years, one of Rick's good friends, one of Rick's in a lot of ways, kind of protege. They have a personal relationship. And again, Rick doing those videos with him. The, the the little training videos that were getting, I don't know, a couple of million views and, and all of that, Rick goes into the mindset that's typical Rick. I don't want anybody sharing the stage with me. I want Conrad to set me up some kind of opponent or whatever it may be. It's really sad and pathetic, but to go back to Karen and, and the situation, Paul, is like, what was she doing there? She was there to support her husband. What was she doing in the parking lot as we were leaving? We were leaving. We, our job finally for that day had been done. And then she goes over and literally is, is showing all kinds of compassion for this man who can't get off his back. And Rick still had the audacity to, to cuss me out in front of her and include my father. Just think, Paul, stop for a second. He's an asshole. Stop. Hold on. on. Stop for a second, Paul, and really think about that scene if you can. And and I guess my question is that that was enough for a 72-year-old man bleeding bleeding profusely. You get what I'm saying? He wasn't bleeding yet. He wasn't bleeding yet. At this point, just Jay had punched him in his innards. That's it. But, but I'm saying to the point where there's such a shift and change from the caring, compassion, caring. He told my husband to fuck off. He's getting his ass kicked. Are you married? Are you married? Are I you am married? married. Okay. If someone disrespected you the way Rick disrespected my husband, what would your wife do? She would have a few choice words. There's no doubt yeah. about it. Okay. Yeah. So what, 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 why is it any different? But because I think you also have to sit back and understand the situation. The man's laying flat on his back on the pavement. He just got punched where he had surgery well, he's and he's learned, down and out and he's not he in his right mind. He, I don't feel sorry right mind. he hasn't been in his right mind literally probably since he was in high school. <laughs> and it, hey, that's the truth. Hey, hey, Paul, can we get back to where was Rick's family? 
Where were all I, Rick's friends? Where were all of you? They want nothing to do with him. It's but, that I mean, that's, that's, I don't want to go. I don't want to go down there. But like I told Conrad last week, if you want to go down that route, let's go down that route. Yeah. You well, want to criticize us? No, Where just is ask, everyone. These are questions people have, and I'm just just. Well, guess what? I'm answering. This is the way I'm answering. This episode is brought to you by ProWrestlingTees.com. T-shirts designed and sold by over 2,500 pro wrestlers. From Sting, Macho Man, Stone Cold Steve Austin, CM Punk, and many more. If you're looking for premium wrestling merchandise, get to ProWrestlingTees.com. And you too can support wrestling legends from the past and independent wrestling stars of the future with over 100,000 products they're shipping worldwide. When you order from Pro Wrestling Tees, all profits go directly to the wrestlers or their families. So visit ProWrestlingTees.com today. And now, introducing Powerbomb Pizza from Pro Wrestling Tees and powered by Kitchen Data. Powerbomb Pizza is pizza crafted and sold by pro wrestlers. Powerbomb Pizza is the first delivery-only pizzeria with over 30 locations that combines wrestling with handcrafted classic pizza recipes. All profits, again, go directly to the wrestling legends you support, such as Mick Foley, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Bret Hart, Eddie Guerrero, and more. So order today on Uber Eats or visit powerbombpizza.com. Another question came in. You screaming at David Crockett, keeping him from inter- holding him back so that you know the, oh, the ass okay. beating can, can continue. Uh, he, I'm a woman, right? He's yep. a man. Do you really think if he wanted to get to Rick, I could hold him back? I mean, look, look, let, let, let Paul that's answer that. Look, look, look at that man. No offense to David Crockett, but that man's not uh spry. He's he, it's a little Did bit harder for David Crockett to get around. I'm sure he had a cell phone on him. He could have called nine one one if he was so scared. Uh, he could have, but it's in the moment, Karen. It's in the moment. Lots happening. Right. A lot for what? him to process. Paul, I reacted in the moment. So, so it was okay so for okay everybody for to Rocket to react the way he did, but it's not okay for Jeff and Karen to react the way they do. Right. In the mm-hmm. moment. Somebody has to find a level head and try to be the, the, the bigger man or the bigger woman in this situation. And I, and yeah, I well, the happen. level head that I've always known <laughs> sitting over at the Palm eating seven appetizers and three desserts well, Same, wasn't, claim, uh, claiming he had diarrhea because he didn't want no part of that train wreck. He probably went out with Rick the night before and knew what was coming. It's so uncomfortable. I can't speak I, and I can't speak for Conrad because listen, the guy has been dedicated to growing this podcast network. Hell of a job. Okay. All right. All right. Wait, everybody shut job. up. No, Jeff, stop. You want to talk about the podcast network? All these other guys you got, all these girls that have podcasts with Conrad. Do they ever tell y'all no to things? When you ask him to do things, do they say no? No. What, whoa, 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 what? They don't? So you're saying they all show up for appearances. They all do everything that you ask, right? No, that's not always the case. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can yeah, tell yeah. you one man that doesn't say no, and that's my husband. And Eric Bischoff. And he up the slack for other people. So you want to go there and you want to bring up the network? Let's fucking go there, Paul. Well, my, my point to the network was that he has done a lot for wrestling. He's done a lot for a lot of other people, including the Jarrett's 
Amen. Amen. And that's, and that's so just because he had a bad a day and he had to bat with diarrhea, you know, oh, <laughs> and God. which, listen, and I know you want to keep it. My pair depends and show up to work. Yeah, it's a two-way street. He wants to say he expects better out of my husband. Guess what? I expect better out of all of you, including Conrad. Well, Karen, let's talk a little bit about Ric Flair, because I thought back in the day that you were actually friends with, with Ric Flair. I was. I was, and I was looking forward to seeing Rick that day. I was. I liked Rick, loved Rick. True story. Uh, when Karen walked in the building that morning, big groups and all this, we came around the corner at the same time. Rick, I don't say scream, but pretty much at the top of his voice, literally belted out, there she is, the most beautiful woman alive. Karen Jarrett. That's the kind of friendship they've had. Literally, that's that is in essence their friendship. Tight, close, laugh, cut up. Back in our drinking days, Karen would always make, Karen would always make sure Rick had his silver bullet. Always, <laughs> literally, always made sure. Yeah. I'll get you one out of Jeff's dress room. Yeah, I'll get you one out of dress. So to say they didn't have they didn't have just a casual relationship. They had a excellent friendship. If someone relies on you financially, your spouse, your child, anyone, life insurance gives you the peace of mind that they'll have a financial cushion if something ever happens to you. By making it easy to compare your options from top companies, Goliath Life helps make sure you're not paying a penny more than you have to. For the life insurance coverage you need to protect those you love. At GoliathLife.com, you can compare personalized quotes from top companies to find your lowest price. The process is fast and easy with no hidden fees, upsells, or hassles. Goliath Life is your one-stop shop to find the life insurance you need at the right price. Head to GoliathLife.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save. That's GoliathLife.com. Com. Jeff, you're talking about family, Karen, you're talking about family. Where are they? And uh, I got to bring up Andrade. You've recently gone on record to say that he's not even a main event star. What, what's the deal with that? Are you not watching wrestling? I mean, Paul, have you not seen the guy? Paul. Okay. We've been to Mexico. How many times? I for mean, 20 years for 20 yeah, years. Yes. I've got a 15 year old son in this house that watches wrestling. I didn't know who the hell he was. And Jeff said, Charlotte's husband. It's Charlotte's husband. Oh, Charlotte. I didn't even know who he was. Oh, my God. Oh, you think she's kidding? There is zero. I mean, like zero. That is a hundred percent accurate. Whatever we all want to call it. I hate to say that that's a shoot brother. No, that literally I'd kid you not, Codes is going, Mom, you know, Andrade, he used to be, uh, and Karen, huh? 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 And then Coaster drops, Mom, you've seen it on Instagram. It's the guy who married. So you you think you think this guy uh, you think he's a joke is what you're do you think that he, he was a joke? He, Listen, wasn't he, he 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 is not. In his home country of Mexico, 
he's not even in the top 25, maybe even top 50. So if he's not in the top 25 in Mexico, I, I, it, it just, look, all due respect, it is what it is. But Mr. Clear, and I'm not calling him Flair, we are wrestling, me and Jay Lethal are, are wrestling Mr. Flair and Mr. Fleer. It's kind of that simple. Real quick on Andrade, you talk about top 25. In 2021, okay, main event in Triple Mania 29 against Kenny Omega. That's that, that's 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 big time for the Mega Championship. Yes, sir, he did. I know who Kenny Omega is. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Let, let, How much let, more of an event can you be there, Jeff? Okay, can I give you a little uh, newsflash, Paul? Uh, you're, you're looking at... My dad's been in the business 50, 60 years. I'm 30, almost a hundred years. If you add Karen, we're over a hundred, Paul. So there's some business you're looking at through this. Okay. If you will, if you don't mind, and if you want to get your Google machine out, can you tell me <laughs> the main event of Triple Mania 20 in 2021? Can you tell me that? I'm going to put it in the old Google machine here for you. Yeah, I want you to. I just want you to read it out. I think we're going to have a little fun here. I don't know how you're being so nice and so calm. My blood pressure is so damn high. No, honey. Seriously, the listeners absolutely deserve it. Uh, Go ahead, Con. uh, uh, Chef. Go ahead, Pauly. Listen, 2021. Yes. All right, I pulled it up. I told you that Kenny Omega, right, with Conan yep. defeating Andrade, El Idolo with Ric Flair in the corner. Oh, I'll be damned. Look who's in Andrade's corner. So who headlined? Who headlined Triple uh, Triple Mania? Who was the headliner? Let's get it all out. Oh, and I mean this. I mean this. Who was in Omega's corner? Conan. The most legendary when I say, I say this with all due respect, you can't call Conan the Hulk Hogan of Mexico because he's much, much, much bigger mm-hmm. than Hulk Hogan of Mexico. So Conan's in one corner and who is in the other corner? Andrade. Oh, Ric Flair. Okay. So let me lay something on you. Little stat boy. What's the biggest buy rate in WWE history? I'll tell you what it is. Uh, Mr. McMahon is in one corner and Mr. Donald Trump was in the other. The opponents are irrelevant, moron. So don't give me this stuff, Andrade's main event at Triple Mania. Paul, you seriously, you are freaking dumber than you look. I cannot believe you would want to sit there and throw that up there. I'm just trying to tell you, buddy, that... No, you're just trying to dig your ass out of a hole. You're manipulating the narrative. You'll you'll find out Sunday Sunday night, pal. You'll find out Sunday night, and uh, I'll be there to Uh, see you Hey, listen, have you ever seen me walk out in Mexico? Not live, I haven't, no. Well, have you seen it on tape? No. I feed them. I may throw some tortillas down Andrade's throat. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> holy shit all right so karen listen what do you expect sunday night tell us what do you what are you expecting to see what do i expect yeah are you gonna be there I, oh, oh stop I, it what do you, what do you of think? course the cameras what are on you you'll you'll be there oh i'm sorry what 
I said, I said, you'll be there because your husband's there and you love him. Yeah, we, we know you'll be there. Yeah. And Rick can't be trusted. And obviously now neither can Conrad and neither can you. So yeah, I will fucking be there. And I expect Rick to be laying in the ring, bloody like he was in the parking lot and need to be carried out on a stretcher. So you have no concern. What, what, I mean, as far as just the end of the match, you thinking, I mean, what, what are you thinking? Jeff's hands raised. You think that's how it's going to go down on Rick Flair's oh, last gonna... match ever? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it's not like he back in the day where he could write, he could, where he was writing all this for TNA and he can make himself the champion. That is so weak. I mean, wow. I'm just saying this is Ric Flair's wow. last match. I don't give a fuck what it is. And you know what? If somebody wants to write something and tell us what to do, who's to say that I'm going to go with it? He wants to tell my husband to fuck off. My husband has another career. He's not trying to, you know, keep going in the wrestling ring. Well, uh, Jeff, I, uh, well, I guess we're going to find out. We're less than a week away here from a big time match with you. And I guess we know who you're siding with, right? Jay Lethal. Let me, let me ask you something, Paul. I'm getting the vibe that you are legit wrapping this episode up. No. I, I just, I, I feel that it doesn't matter what question I ask. We know, I, we already know. It seems like you've already talked, you know, you've talked to your dad offline because he's been in the narrative of the Crockett's this and Rick Flair's been in the we, oh we are actually, Hey, hey, Polly, over your right shoulder. Wh- which one of those that just got fired? Which one of those just got fired? And, and this is what you're going to do now. You're going to talk about Tully. Oh, you said it. Did Tully just get fired? Oh, this is what you, this is what you do. This is what you do. Oh, uh, I, I wonder if, uh, you think old Arn and, uh, old silver spoon Brock will show up. They'll be there. Arn will be you there. You think I know. silver spoon will silver spoon, silver spoon Brock. How do you hey. get to say anything about a second generation wrestler and call Let me him ask silver you spoon? I wrestled more in my first 90 days than Brock has in his entire career. How many independent shows has Brock made in his life? Probably not as many as you did in your first 90 days, Jeff. Well, hey, listen, I mean, you're here saying, we go. We hey, get Jeff, it. I want to ask Paul, I want to ask it. What is your prediction for Sunday, Paul? I want to know what your thoughts are. I think, uh, I think Ric Flair and Andrade come out on top. I think Ric Flair goes out in style. And I think that uh, Jay Lethal and, and your husband are going down. That's my honest opinion. I think Andrade's going to take Jeff to task, especially the way you've talked about him and not thinking he's a star. I think he's going to surprise you. Oh, he's you put in a lot of reps. Him? I've seen Andrade in the ring. AEW, turn it on. He's there doing his thing, oh, man. Oh, is he? On? I had seen him on there. Is oh, he he's real good. He's good, buddy. Has he got airtime? You're uh, underestimating Andrade. Wait, wait. Are you, wait, I know he, uh, Andrade went there. Is he still there? I, I hadn't. Has he he's, made lately? He got he's got married, oh, which you, you know two what? have well get, documented. I don't get to watch dark every but, week. My bad. I don't get to see. I am. I apologize sincerely, Paul. I I really do. I apologize. Listen, you asked me what I thought was going to happen, and I think that's what's going to happen. Oh, and I think you're wrong. Well, Dad, were you going to jump in there? I think you were about to uh, say something. I, I was Paul. Was my dad going to say something there? No, I'm enjoying. 
He's enjoying me. Watch me get me get my ass handed to me is what he's enjoying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think Conrad ought to have a match. Karen against Paul. Ooh, see, there's the booker coming about. out. There's the hey, booker coming out. Hey, Paul, and I've always liked you up until the way you started this tonight. It was disturb. It's disturbing. <sighs> Polly B, B in a tuxedo my, match. Hey, yeah. <laughs> my husband has been very loyal to you all. Very loyal. Hey, I have had a great relationship with Jeff. We've talked about it on the show, but I thought that the way that last week's show was handled, I it, it was it really uh it really bothered me, Jeff. It really bothered me the okay. way why, why why did it? And I'm uh, let's let's talk about it. Because I it really did. bothered me too. Hold on, honey. Let, let me tell me, Paul. Yeah, no, honestly, because I do know uh, what Conrad and yours relationship has been. I've been around it outside of these shows and cameras and all this stuff. I've been in Huntsville driving in the car. Yeah, I took the front seat that one time, yes, but we've had a good time. We've been the G's. We've had fried chicken. We've dined. We've hung out at the Conor Addison together. And you guys uh, are have been really good friends. And I've seen the working relationship. I've sat in the living room. I've gotten to know you better. And when I watched what happened last week, and even on in the documentary and the breakdown of all that, and how much it really affected him, and when he broke out that opening line, what you did to Morgan's grandfather, and that struck a chord with me, man. That's when it got it got real for me, and uh, because this just does isn't like you know superstar wrestler Ric Flair. He's got a family. He's seventy three years old. The man has a pacemaker, and you're sitting there beating the ever living shit out of that man. A guy that was my hero, the reason I love wrestling. I obviously have my picture on his T-shirt, 16-time world champion, all the stuff that goes with it. And I know there's people, naysayers, that are so upset for the fact that he's going out and doing this. Screw them. He has earned the opportunity to go out and go out his way. And he was riding high at that press conference, and there you sat, and I was so happy and proud. You, my friend, and I was excited to see you at the press conference. And then I watched the documentary, and realize that you're the guy that beat the ever-living shit out of my hero and then came on last week and ripped Conrad apart who gave you this platform and this opportunity, this My World podcast to tell your stories that have moved hearts, that people have shed tears over some of the episodes that you've had, giving you another opportunity to make extra income, all the stuff that goes with it. I know you've helped too and stuff, but just to see all that disintegrate it's just do you think been really Conrad's the, do you think Conrad was the only option for my husband to do a podcast in, in today's wrestling I mean, environment like he's the option he's the only option but if you, you really want to talk about it. are you telling me now listen you just said yeah, you Jericho doesn't have a super successful podcast <laughs> he does <laughs> but Jericho's not building building that whole thing out it's all about Jericho it's not about anybody else. Well, Conrad's don't sit here and jump on your high horse and, and say that I didn't have another option. It doesn't say my world with Jeff and Conrad now, does it? He, he's got the business model down to a science, my friend. You and I both know that. I'm anyway, not saying it doesn't. I, I'm going to go back hey. to the core. Yes. Look at the shoulder stuff. Do you honestly think Ric Flair last match as a production entity would be would have been put in place without Jeff Jarrett. Sure. I do. Do you really? I do. That's how I think little you freaking know you moron. 
I think Conrad. How many so production connected. calls have you been on? Listen, I haven't, but this, you know who I know? And that's Conrad Thompson and the guy, they call him the third most powerful man in wrestling. He's Great. Connected. How many wrestling shows has he promoted in his life? None. Zero. But he knows people that have. And who is that person? And You're one of them. Yeah. Well, who who else? I'm sure he has others, Jeff. David Crockett couldn't get lost. All right, let's do this. If he had to, he literally... Jackie is the one that had 90% of the brains. Little Jimmy just fell out of the, the turnip truck and followed after his old man. David, a stumbling, bumbling, uh, David's a stumbling, bumbling idiot. Jackie Crockett, he's the technical guy that knew all the production elements. David, literally, go ask 15 people at WCW. David Crockett could mess up a trash pile. Just ask the folks at WCW. So don't hey, tell me, don't tell me Conrad knows people how to run pro professional wrestling shows. Jimmy David Crockett is a freaking figurehead moron that, that they are sucking money off again using the IP of Jim Crockett promotions. Conrad Thompson has never promoted a wrestling show ever in his life. Tell me who has in this nucleus of ad free. Tell listen, me, Paul. Listen, David Crockett was in charge of production for how many years with WCW? He wasn't in charge of shit. Oh, my God. Keith Mitchell ran the show. He wasn't in charge of nothing. You all want to criticize Jeff? Go get the, hey, why don't, Paul, I, hey, you want to call, you want to get going here, pal? Why don't you, when we finish this podcast, why don't you call up Thuzio and, and have them send you the Excel doc and look at the production crew and you tell me, is that Jeff's crew or is that David Crockett's crew? Ask them. Freaking ask them. Like I said, I know he brought you in. My point was. Yeah, you I'm don't know sure a damn thing is what he, you don't know, Paul. I'm sure he hey, had go look at action. that freaking card. Hey, not everybody's going to like Flair. Not everybody's going to like that old 73-year-old who's an active alcoholic, who's a self-centered son of a bitch. But always oh, my father-in-law. Well, guess what, Conrad? Let's call in all the favors of the promotions and let's put a hell of a card together. Don't act like Conrad and Ric Flair know what in the hell they're doing. At all. Well, they figured it out, and it's certainly going to happen. They figured it out. Mm. You were gone. We talked, we joked about it one week, about how you said I got involved with my other position over here, and so I haven't been able to. made the groundwork literally since January 1st. Has, has, uh, has a good old, your old pal, Road Dog, has he helped Conrad at all with any of this? Oh, who made that connection? I'm just asking. He's another one in the network, and you're challenging me on. You think? You hey, let me ask you that. You think Road Dog's working for Conrad or Road Dog's working for Jeff? Oh, well, I know he did back in the WWF days, but it's a new era, and and Road Dog is synced up with Conrad now in the Conrad. Network. That's how little you know. You're okay. so naive. You are so stupid. Set, set me right then. Okay, you'll see. You'll see on Sunday night. All right. You think if certain people didn't think Rick deserved what he got, that it would have been approved for my husband to be in this match? Brian, I can assure you this. Brian's old man despised Ric Flair. Despised him. The bullet would beat the hell out of uh, Ric Flair day in, day out. Brian doesn't like Rick either. At all. Long before the parking lot incident. Long. Look, Brian ran the show. Brian knows what's up. 
don't Paul, you are coming literally again to a gunfight with a putty knife. You don't know what in the hell you're talking about. You literally don't. Well, I, I do know that what I'm going to see on, on, uh, this coming Sunday night, Ric Flair's last match, Jeff, there's no more talking. The talking and the shit talking and the documentaries are done and it's time to put up or shut up my friend. And, okay. and, and okay. we're done. We're done with the Crockett shit, the storylines, this, that, the other, it's none of it. It's real. And it's going to happen. It's Ric Flair's last match and he wants you and he wants to beat your ass. And I hope, I really hope that you're not just brushing it off to the side and think it's going to be a walk in the park. I really hope so for your, for your, well, well let me say this. Now. I'm going to say this real kind and very diplomatic, okay? We see who is on this episode of my world, my family, my father and my wife. Sunday night, let me just say this. My father has a pacemaker too. So there'll be two pacemakers at that match. But I assure you this, they're going to be there Sunday night in full support. I seriously doubt one family member outside of the goofball son-in-law named Andrade will be there to support. Conrad's there hoping to cash the check. I don't see any other family member showing up. They don't like him no more than I do. He's a self-centered son of a bitch. Before we uh, get out of here this week, Jerry, Jared, Mr. Jared, anything that you want to say? Final thoughts? No, I'm I'm looking forward to Sunday. Karen, <laughs> anything from you before we uh, wrap this episode up? Just that when this is all said and done, I want to be there front and center, witnessing every single one of you apologizing to my husband for the way he's been treated over the last few weeks. Well, Jeff, listen, they can all check it out. If you're not there in attendance, it's rickflareslastmatch.com. Telling you, you're not going to want to miss it. Regardless of what Jeff says, as far as the names he doesn't recognize on the card, all the names are recognizable. There's talent from all across the world. It's going to be an unbelievable card. You don't want to miss it. rickflareslastmatch.com. If you can't be there, you can check it out and find it on Fight TV. You can purchase the package there. One more thing before we get out of here this week. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this. That Jeff, you did an interview this past week, and, well, it speaks for itself. We have it here for all of our My World listeners, and if you aren't caught up, you need to go to rickflareslastmatch.com to check out the first two episodes first. But if you are, stand by as we play for you now, episode three, and take you on the journey for the legend. Yes, he is the legend, the man, the one and only nature boy, Rick Flair. Check it out. I guess you're pretty proud of yourself, huh, Jeff? You said we're doing a podcast? We're going to do a podcast. Not because I fucking want to do a podcast, because I'm contractually obligated. <laughs> Why is this funny? Uh, we're going to do this podcast, Conrad, and I can assure you, I'm going to say some things today that you don't want to hear about your father-in-law, because everybody glosses over the real Ric Flair. Everybody glosses over the nature boy. If you want to go right for the jugular, let's go. 
you're a fucking egomaniac who wants to make everything about you. You made sure you inserted yourself in the press conference of Ric Flair. Why the shit were you even there? Okay. Jeff, you think you know anybody at the mayor's office? Voila, Ric Flair Day. The mayor's office declared July 31st Ric Flair Day in the Music City. Hey, can you get a proclamation done? Yeah. Mayor's office. Again, happy to. Hey, I don't feel good today. Jeff, can you sit up on the podium and do your job and mine? And it was supposed to be a, a, a day, really, to celebrate Rick. Wing! Legendary flavors! World Championship Wing! Woo! Woo Wing! Yeah! Woo Woo! The, the one thing about that press conference that was so typical of Rick, he knew that Conrad didn't do it. But yet, I never... I never got so much as, hey, Jeff, thanks for your help. Because of his ego, candidly, because he legitimately thinks the world revolves around him, he doesn't realize how sick he is. He has zero clue how sick he is. Uh, his ego, it's truly at the core of his disease. He slided me at the press conference and backstage, you heard him. He couldn't wait to get on stage to do that. Here's uh, two tickets. For Jeff and his dad, front row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drawing money in Nashville. Here's two tickets for you and your old man. I'll teach you guys how to draw money. Are you kidding me, Conrad? This feel-good BS, Crockett, we're going to end right, Rick. And, oh, he got exactly what he deserved in that parking lot. In the last three or four or five days, the amount of questions that I've been asked about just how did all this go down? But when Jay Lethal diplomatically asked Rick, is there a place on the card for me? And Rick said, you're an open match guy. Oh, that's disrespectful. And you know it. Could you put yourself in my... Tell the guy that to his face. You do if you're an egomaniac like Flair. I just couldn't really believe that, that Jay... Always took matters into his own hands. And David Crockett yelling like a little girl. It caught me so off guard. Yeah! Somebody! Come on. Come on. Hey, 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 get the hell off me! Hey, get your hands off me! Are you kidding me? Karen, you could tell she was nervous. It just didn't have to happen that way. Jay, stop! I knew how he disrespected Lethal. Hell, I knew how he disrespected me for the last 30 years. But when Jay Lethal punched him in his intestines where his surgeries have been, you would think that he could drop his ego for just a minute and let me help him up. I said, f off, Jared. Tired of you, you old man. When I got down, face to face with Rick he was helpless and I said Rick please let me help you up and what did he do he told me to f*** off I'll just say that I knew that I had to do what I had to do. 
you literally stabbed my father-in-law in the head with a with a high heel shoe. And listen, there's magic in wrestling. No magic, son. What, what are you doing? What? There should have been police involvement. If Rick wasn't such an old head, you'd be behind bars. That's a f- crime, Jeff. You know, Rick came up literally like a little crying It's a hard way. It's a hard way. Yeah, Rick. No sh- The biggest mistake you can make is to leave a man with spirit and heart breathing. Because you better believe he will rise up to come again. Even more motivated now than I was before. But as real as it fucking gets in life, to be able to wrestle with my son-in-law, who has helped me regain the confidence that I've had beat out of me in lethal. And Jared, when you guys see this, you guys got nothing in common. You don't even know each other. This is fucking family. This is real. Feel it. And he's a bad motherfucker. And he's my son-in-law. I don't, I don't have words. I don't have words. Jesus. Seriously. Well, you realize that you've crossed the line now. Oh, and I'm glad that I did now. You know you're double nickels. You ain't what you used to be. Andrade is going to go upside that head. God, that's... Listen, Andrade is a dime a dozen, my friend. Oh, really? If he ain't a curtain jerker, I don't know who is. Okay. If he wasn't married to who he's married to... I don't even want to hear that. I had never even heard of him until he married Charlotte. Can I tell you something? You know, one of the reasons I like Ashley marrying Manny, because he's a tough motherfucker. This is me really talking to my daughter. I said, Ashley, the guy will stand by your side. He'll protect you. He's fearless. Raised in a tough neighborhood, a tough street. He's a man. Well, now it's about family. I'm fighting for my family. And now I fight for the family flair. Andrade's a goddamn man. A man and a half. Lethal and Jeff Jarrett don't have any idea what they'd have been into. They have no idea. Gentlemen, please have a seat. Before we make this official, put pen to paper. Do you have any comments you want to make? Mr. Jarrett? Jarrett. Jay, I'll let you go first. Well, I just want to say that uh, I'm so torn right now inside. I'm hurt only because I know what's about to happen. I know what's ahead, and it's going to be the saddest day of my life, beating the s*** my idol, because you deserve it, okay? You really deserve it, and I'm having a hard time holding it. This is why I'm here. Yeah, keyword being your idol. Him? Yeah. He's here because he married your daughter. That doesn't make him a badass. Oh, oh, oh this is why. Yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you. What are you doing in the business? What, what, you I, doing? what have I done? I beat that guy right there on pay-per-view. Yes. That's what I've done. He's the best. That makes me the man, right? Fighting through the pain. 
He just oh my out. God, you really? Jeff, you need to go ahead and say your comments, please. Rick, I stood on that platform at the press conference and meant every word that came out of my mouth. It was an honor, it's a prestige to even be associated with this event. Thank you. I feel the same way. The whole world has to revolve around you. You're goddamn right it does. That's why you're here today. You, but why are you here today? You're damn right. Guess you're what? damn right. You get a payoff. Guess what? Me equals a payoff. You know about a damn payoff, Rick. It's about finally doing what the entire wrestling world has wanted to do for years. And that is put you out of your misery. You know nothing about my you you Shut about my life. Talk about life. people being here for a paycheck. You're what, 73 years old? That's the only damn reason you're here. Because you ran out of money. Oh, no. You're wrong. Yeah, this is about... Let's go and finish it. This is about an in-ring career that's going to come to an end. Sign this. Rick, win, win, lose, or draw. This is it for you. And we're going to find out just how much of a nature boy you still got in. Hmm. Yeah. All right. How do you do it? Hmm. Jeff, Hmm. just sign, sign this. Please. What are you looking at? A man. I want to make it official. A man. Maybe one day man. it'll work. Not man. anymore. Oh, really? Not anymore. Really? <laughs> I go get my shots every week. <laughs> and you right? Thank you, Jen. Oh, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> he taught you how to wrestle again, didn't he? Huh? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I did. Yes, we did. I did. Right. Couldn't teach him any okay. new tricks, though. Rick, now it, it's your turn. Pen to paper, make it official. Do you have any comments? No, actually, I don't. Richard M. F. A. M. O. U. S. It's comical. Is it really? It is. But it's going to be comical when he and I beat either one of you, which we will. What will be comedy then? Do you actually think you can still go? I do. You really <laughs> do. That's really good. That's really good. You think you can hang with me and Jay? Yeah. That's what we do. You don't think he's a crutch for you? That he's going to carry the load? And you carried the load a lot of years for a lot of guys, but you think when it comes down and we hear ding, 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 and the match starts, you think you can carry your load? I'll make sure my presence is on. You won't be disappointed. I actually want to see. Yeah, you tell me. I actually want to see. Hold up. You were training me. What were you then? What were you saying to me then? Go ahead, read it. Read still it. the man. Out Rick. loud. You're still the man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I said that to okay, you. Okay, thank you. Yeah, because right. you're an egomaniac. Oh, That's really? Why. And I wanted to I wanted to keep thank, getting those thank checks. You very much. I wanted to keep and getting those checks. And his official, please leave Conway. You should be paying me to come over there. Yeah. I put it on the map. Now, your last match. Stop engaging. Will be the Stop. match that you regret the most out of your entire career. 16-time professional wrestling world champion and cultural icon Ric Flair will wrestle one last time. Is there anything else that you'd like to say, like maybe to Rick to wish him luck for the match? <laughs> Rick, I, from from the Russian nightmare Shatoita to the nature boy Ric Flair. Hey, Rick. Um, on a serious note, dude, I, I, I pray for you, for real. Uh, I want you to know that, as, as do many others. 
Uh, I wish you well in, in this final uh, match. Well, when I think of professional wrestling, I think of Ric Flair. Ric Flair is absolutely my favorite wrestler of all time. Tough, strong, smart, and puts on a great show. Rick, good luck. Uh, we had some good years together. I love you. Take care of yourself. Piss on the rest of them. Rick, I hope it goes well for you. I'll be pulling for you. And I hope to see you sometime in the future. But for now, so long for now. Hey, Rick, my husband is going to knock the shit out of you on Sunday. Champ, I love you, brother. I wish you all the luck in the world, and I pray you don't get hurt. You are the king of wrestling. I will always call you the champ. I hope to God this is the best thing you can do, and it works out well in your favor. And God bless you and your family, brother. God bless you. Well, I guess I think about, I saw his first match, so I guess I might as well see his last match. We thought we could do this reunion or match event in a civil way. It's gotten totally out of hand. This is fucking family. It's real. You, Jeff Jarrett. He's an active alcoholic. You're a real fucking man. This is about as real as it gets. With a tear in my eye, I'm gonna kick your ass. One man, one man, forever. What a man's gotta do, what a man's gotta do. Jeff, any final thoughts from you? Go to hell. <laughs> Buy the pay-per-view. Come watch uh, Jeff Jarrett get his ass kicked. That's it for this week's show, My World. I mean, like, why? Why do you even have to throw that? Why, why do you put that in there at the end? He's a Conrad suck ass. Yeah, I mean, like, this is Jeff's podcast, so what? Let's, let's redo the ending again. Do it again. That doesn't need to be put in there. On behalf of Jeff. Do it again. Do it again. We don't need to put it in there. Jeff's getting his ass kicked. We hope we see you this coming Sunday in Nashville, Tennessee. If not, you can check it out on Fight TV. Ric Flair's lastmatch.com. On behalf of the Hall of Famer, Jeff Jarrett and his family, this is Paul Bromwell. We'll see you next time right here on My World with Jeff Jarrett. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, 
It's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.